0: You're listening to On The Money with Orlando Credit Union. I'm your host, Kaylee Green, and today I am joined by Orlando Credit Union's real estate lending manager, Keith Bertrand. Hey, Hello. Keith.
1: How's it going? Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: I'm glad you're you're here to chat. So um, obviously, there's a lot going on in the real estate world right now. Uh, But today, we're specifically going to be talking about the pros and cons of renting versus buying. I feel like that's really important, especially with a lot of millennials, I'm noticing. You know, they're at that phase where they're like, what am I going to do? So that's why we kind of want to chat a little bit about that. But before we dive in... Just for our listeners, give us a little bit of your background.
1: Sure. Well, I was actually one of the rare people born and raised here in Orlando. I grew up over in Sanford. My father was the minister over at First United Methodist of Sanford. Went to Sanford Middle, Winter Springs High School. I was lucky enough to go to North Carolina and play football for a bit. Uh, blew my knee out, unfortunately, and I had to figure out what I wanted to do. And I had really good parents. When I was 18, my father bought me Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is a great book if you've never read it. When I was 21, uh, my father bought me Dave Ramsey's Debt to Wealth Program. So from a very early age, I was sort of Molded into being some sort of superficial financial guru, I guess. <laughs> and the cool thing about that is not really many people my age or during that time frame took those things seriously. <clears throat> and I thought it was important to – <sighs> broadcast that knowledge, I guess would probably be the best word for it. And so I got into banking very early. Uh, I've been doing mortgages since 2009. uh, It's almost 15 years now. And through that time frame, I went through two once-in-a-lifetime financial collapses. Uh, I now am the lending manager over at Orlando Credit Union. But before that, I was the assistant lending manager over at Fairwinds Credit Union. And from that journey, I've learned a tremendous amount about teaching people what it's like to buy a first-time home, what it's like to save, what it's like to build credit, all these sort of nuances that things and that aren't really taught in, from a young age. So I think it's really important that those things do exist, uh, and I'm really glad I'm here to talk about it.
0: Yeah, me too. I feel like, especially with the younger generation, there's always that question of what do I do in a financial situation, and I think it's really important to bring awareness to that because, if we're being honest, I feel like a lot of people are learning everything on social media right now. Yeah, so. you ain't
1: lying. The hardest part with all of this, I believe, is at one point it didn't become cool to know this stuff. Mm -hmm. It became more cool to make videos or post other people's pictures and things of that nature and sort of individual financial freedom was lost. Uh, So I I agree with you. If we're able to sort of capsulate that and put it on social media to teach people, I I mean, it it might be the only way to do it now.
0: And that's why we're here today. We're going to we're going to get it done. So I think, like I had mentioned before, millennials are the ones who are really looking at the pros and cons of renting versus buying. Should I do it? Should I not? I know that a lot of people my age are renting right now because you know they can't afford to make that down payment because right they're spending all their money on their rent because it is not cheap right now. So uh, let's dive into that a little bit. Why Mm -hmm. is it such a challenging decision, not only for young singles, but also for maybe new young families when they're looking at that?
1: So I'm gonna get pretty real with this. I'm not much of a sugarcoater. I put things the way that they are. We like that. All right. The reason is, is because of individual wants. It's not something that is thought about when you're purchasing a purse or buying a pair of shoes or going off to vacation or something like that. Home home purchase is an investment, right? And if a person continuously goes out all the time on the weekends or doesn't want to make a ham sandwich for lunch or something like that, it's not going to happen, right? Because things are more expensive. Uh, The Fed, the federal government's only way to bring prices down is to pump more money into things, right, and make things more expensive. And that's not conducive to people who spend money. You know, our economy is based off of buying and selling of goods, correct? Yeah. Right. And the only way to subdue those types of things is to make smart financial decisions. And if an individual isn't willing to save money and doesn't have a plan, then they're never going to be able to purchase anything big. And it's an argument that I sort of get into with people my age, or even you know, my wife, for example, on what is important to us. If it's important for a person to purchase a home, they have to have a plan, right? If it's important for them to go on a trip to Europe, then pay and save for that. Uh, It's not, you can't do both in the economy that we live in and and the way that money is made and and spent. Uh, So the first thing that someone has to do if they want to buy a home is to make a plan. And the way that you do that is talk to someone who knows what they're doing. And and, And again, we do live in a world where people pretend who they are and And so it's very important that you do your research. Even if you go to the doctor, for example, or you go to get your car fixed, you don't just go to one person. You have to go to two or three people. You have to have that great conversation. And you have to make sure that you do your own research after that to see and verify that they know what they're doing. So you have to have a financial plan, and you have to build that wealth, and you have to talk to someone who knows what they're doing.
0: I think that's so important, especially when I think about all the things that I've spent on over the past year even. I mean, I definitely will look in the window and see a pair of shoes that <laughs> right. I like and head in there and get it and it's, not think right. about it,
1: it. It makes total sense. I, and I'm not someone that hasn't done that as well, but I also eat rice for every meal. Right, I, so
0: that's easy. <laughs>
1: right, and, and it's it's the sacrifice I've made because I want to build wealth. I want rental yeah. properties. You know, at fifty five, I want to be able to cash everything I have in, and I want to be able to go live in Aruba or something cool like that. Yeah, it's just a decision I've made. I, I'm sacrificing now in my life so that later on I can do it. Now, hopefully, I live that long. <laughs> but yeah, well, maybe my kids will get it.
0: It's like that nickel and diming yourself. You, right? you spend five dollars here, ten dollars here, and you're not thinking about it necessarily, and sure. then you turn around and you don't have a lot in in your savings and you can't make that big purchase. But uh, I also want to talk a little bit about the pros and cons, obviously. So let's start with pros. Obviously, a lot of people have that end goal of wanting to have a house. Mm -hmm. But there can be some pros when it comes to renting. So let's talk about that.
1: The pros of renting is zero responsibility for the most part, Mm -hmm. right? You're giving someone else money and you're – so you're basically just – no responsibility for the property, right? Something were to go wrong with the property, um, you know, something were to break, you're not on the hook for it. You just call the person who owns the property and you don't have to worry about it, right? Yep. So right, correct. Maintenance on the property is zero liability to you whatsoever. Um, I would say the other benefit of renting probably is that you can move really quickly. You don't really have to be stuck in one place. For Traditionally, if you buy a home, you're there, yeah. right? And, and it's not so um, loosely, what's the right word? Fluid in, in your movability, right? Uh, so you can live one place here, one place there, sort of while you're building your life um, as opposed to making that big time decision. So I see those are probably the two biggest things when it comes to renting. And what
0: about buying? I feel like there's a longer list of there's pros. A lot. <laughs> yeah, I, it,
1: to be honest, I was struggling to find more than one or two things to renting because I hate it personally. Um, but buying, the number one thing, sort of piggybacking off what we were before, is you're paying yourself. Literally every single time that you make your mortgage payment, you're paying towards your own future, I think that's the number one thing. Um, I think the second thing that it does is something that's not talked about a lot is community building. Because if you own a home in a city, you care about that city, right? From Personally, I'm a part of the city council that I live in because I care about the roads. I care about the schools that my kids go to. Um, you sort of have a well-being knowledge of everybody around you. And I'm not so much about communalism or anything like that uh, as a whole, but if I purchase a home in an area, I want to make sure that it's safe. And I think that sort of building um, – of wealth and the building of community essences. I mean, I I think those are the two biggest points.
0: Absolutely. That makes complete sense. But along with pros, there are obviously always some cons that you have to keep in mind. So I know you have some for renting, so let's talk about it.
1: (laughs) So the cons of renting um, is that you're pretty much stuck. And unless you have a savings plan, and you're, not, and you're willing to sacrifice, especially in the inflation market that we're in right now, um, where do you go? You get yeah. very comfortable, mm-hmm. right? And that leads to a sort of still vibe that sort of promotes through everyone that you live with, maybe your family. Uh, and then generationally, if your children only see that you rent your entire life, what do you think they're going to do? Exactly. So I think that's the biggest, the biggest downfall. Right? You're not preparing your children to purchase,
0: exactly. um,
1: which is generational wealth. And for someone that's not an NBA player or, you know, some sort of, you know, guru on the stock market, for example, how can we prepare our children uh, to be financially successful, right? Yeah. We teach them how to save. We teach them how credit's important. We teach them that buying a home is a way to invest in their future.
0: Yeah. And I think it goes back to what you were saying initially about. Um, you know, it all goes down to how much you're spending. Well, Gen Z and millennials, I ride the cusp, so I'm allowed to (laughs) talk about both of them. Um, But, you know, they're looking at those targeted ads on social media and clicking buy, buy, buy. And they're also paying an arm and a leg for rent. I mean, rent has, I feel like close to doubled in the past like 10 years. So, uh, you know, those are the kind of things that are concerning yeah
1: well again we sort of talked on it a little bit ago so someone that's in the market like i went to school i went to college for economics right and the way that i view the market and money spends and things like that is probably a little bit different but you can't and and i just sort of noticed this but you can't just flood the market with money right it just doesn't make any sense and when that happens things become more expensive because our dollar becomes less valuable it's just common sense right and well maybe not common sense (laughs) for some people but in that instance uh the maintenance on the rental place becomes more expensive, right? Insurance in the state of Florida is the worst, the worst place in the world to probably have insurance. And when those costs increase, the business isn't gonna make themselves pay for that. They're gonna pass that on just like any other business. Mm-hmm. And so there's no way to control that. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about the cons of renting we spoke on. Let's talk about the cons of buying, because sure. although it is a really great option in most instances, there are some cons.
1: Yeah, no, there definitely are. And I think that comes in the planning stage and having a professional with your with, with your journey into purchasing that they know what they're doing because that initial conversation about the property and what you want is very important. For example, I live on a half acre, right? And someone who doesn't know how to mow a lawn very well, right? Or fix a gutter or something like that Uh, it may not be conducive for them to be able to purchase something that big, right? I mean, I spend one day a month in my yard for eight hours. But I'm okay with that. It's like the
0: Honeydew, list. Right, exactly, (laughs)
1: 100%. But see, so that could be a con for somebody if they're not prepared and they don't know what they're looking for. So people buy the cookie-cutter houses, they spend a little bit extra money, they don't have to worry about any maintenance, like you talked about uh, with the renting part, whereas you don't have to worry about that in renting. If you own a house, it's all on you. That toilet blows up in the middle of the night, it's over, right? Yeah. You got to figure it out. My buddy, my, my goalie, I play soccer. My goalie last night, he didn't show up. We had to scramble it to put someone in goal because his air conditioning blew up. Yep. And his wife called and said, hey, it's 83 degrees in here. <laughs> Your three sons are running around like madmen. You need to come home right now and exactly. get this fixed. So that, I would say that's probably the biggest con uh, when it comes to purchasing a home is all the extra stuff that happens afterwards.
0: And that makes complete sense. Yeah. I, I definitely have seen that too in making the switch from – uh, rental property to a townhouse. I mean, it's the same situation. So, for um, but a lot of people are making that switch because as we've kind of talked about, you know, there are a lot of benefits to buying. What is the age that you typically see people moving in that direction?
1: (sighs) Wow. That's a great question. I would say now, right now in Florida, so they say there's about 10,000 people a day that move to Florida and specifically here in like our MLS, that would be orange Seminole, Osceola and Lake counties. So if you were to look up a properties on our area, that's where the homes would be. So this is kind of referencing those four counties. In, that county, in those four counties, about a thousand people move here a day and the age is like 55 purchasing. Okay. Even here at Orlando Credit Union, we have a tremendous amount of older people moving here from other places. A lot of our loans, well, like 60, 70% of our loans are from people who are a lot older. Yeah. Now I would say, you know, 2017, 2016, when I bought my property for the first time, uh, that was probably in the low 30s. But I bought my home for $160,000, Yeah. right? And now my home is worth $350,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say it's getting older, uh, which, you know, pr- talks about your point earlier with the millennials and the Generation Xers trying to figure out what to do and how do they save and how does it work. Um, you know, homes in Florida in the 70s were like $50,000. Oh,
0: right? how I wish. Right? Oh, my god. And that
1: exact same home right now is worth $300,000. Yeah. So it is generationally wealth. It's an investment. And I think the mind has to switch a little bit from people who are buying for the first time. It's not just a place to live. It's an investment in your future and generational wealth for your family.
0: Now, do you think that career has a factor in any of that? I mean, we're seeing a lot of different people going a lot of different career <clears throat> paths, especially sure. now. So um, is that important?
1: Yeah, I. I but again, th- this all starts from a very young age. And mm-hmm. I don't know that... I don't know the generation that we're really prepared for that because how many great jobs are there out there? Maybe like 15% of people around here make $100,000, maybe, you know, maybe 25. I mean, if we're taking out like athletes and things of that nature um, and coaches and stuff like that, to be able to purchase a $300,000 house, I mean, you're looking at between $2,500 and $3,500 a month with everything out the door. Okay. And that's a lot of money. Yeah. And you have and to be able to do that, you have to make $85,000 a year, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, now your first home doesn't have to be that. But I think the generation that we're talking about with being and how pr- things need to be pretty, and we're looking at how cool people's lives are, because mm-hmm. you know, social media is just a, a playlist of things that are cool. Yeah. No one puts on social media that they just you know had a terrible day got or got a whatever.
0: fixer upper. Right, exactly. And are working Exactly. You'll never see that. Yeah.
1: But that is the first step, and 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 sucking that up and understanding that's what you have to do. You don't always get what you want the first time, but you have to have a plan to get where you want to go.
0: So, talk to me a little bit about what Orlando Credit Union offers for. A person or a family who's ready to make that switch from renting to buying? What do we have for first time home buyers?
1: We are on the cusp of some really awesome stuff. Now, some of the stuff I can't talk about right now because it hasn't been approved yet. But what I can tell you is that we offer a 3% down conventional mortgage that we portfolio. And basically, what that means is we don't sell it to anybody else, okay? That product we can price to a very specific amount, and it usually comes out a little bit lower than like a broker, for example. So a broker has to price, I don't want to get into the weeds here, but there's there's a price that it costs to purchase a home, right? And if I'm going to sell that home on the open market, I need to be able to price that a point or two higher so I can make my money. At Orlando Credit Union, we don't price that way. We're pricing right at 100. And so we're not incurring those extra three, four, five, eights in a rate so we can offer a better deal. The 3% down uh, is a very manageable product and it's not that expensive compared to a long time ago where you had to put 20% down. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you have the difference between 9000 and 60000 right, on a purchase is a lot of money. Oh, yeah. um, and so, I think that the 3% down helps out a lot and having a plan uh, to do that. We also partner with a lot of down payment assistance uh, companies. For example, the number one right now is Orange County DPA. That is an income limit driven down payment assistance the way you'd have to qualify for that you would have to reach out to us talk to one of my mlos they'd be able to sort of put you on that path to figure that out Uh, so that's a great one Uh, it is a 10-year tender term and you have to pay it back if you do it but we don't get into weeds too much there Uh, and then you have the federal home bank of atlanta program uh, that can qualify for pretty much anybody it's not so much income driven um, that's like a free twelve thousand dollars as well Uh so the partnerships that we have with down payment assistance along with the three percent down program and some really awesome stuff that's coming out as far as like a first time home savings account uh, and possibly a no closing cost option that are gonna be you know, coming in the future pending the board of directors. Uh, but if those sort of things start coming out, we're gonna be able to offer a lot of things to first time home buyers that we weren't able to do before.
0: That sounds incredible. Then yeah. and that's so awesome for people who might be moving to the area, might be new to Orlando, or might just be new to buying in general. Yeah, so. for sure. Very, very cool. Thank you so much, Keith. Thank you. And uh, of course, to learn more about Orlando Credit Union's many mortgage options, you can head to our website at orlandocreditunion.org, or you can make an appointment in one of our branches to find out more. Until next time, we're investing in you. Orlando Credit Union is not responsible for damages that result from the use of our product or service data contained herein.